0: What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You're listening to Lyle's Movie Files. Chief is away on assignment. So joining me tonight is little brother Jace. How you doing?
1: Hello. I'm here on assignment. Oh, wait, that's Chief. I mean, yeah, I'm here. We're ready to podcast. Let's get it done.
0: Jay King, what's up with you, man?
2: Hey, I'm cooling with ice cold beverages and popsicles. It's hotter than hell outside. And there's no DMX to be seen anywhere.
0: gunner is going to join us shortly so we're going to tackle a special assignment a podcast discussion that loyal listener mike devine came up with so we're going to do that shortly but until gunner joins us i want to go over a little bit of the news running through here godzilla is projected to earn 55 million at the box office it was going to be the new champ it's going to knock out aladdin john wick 3 wild avengers is still looking up at avatar on the worldwide all-time highest grossing list what do you guys think about this godzilla film are you excited about it what do you or do you care about a new godzilla film
2: i love godzilla i, I, I like the first one because of the build-up it wasn't the best movie overall I think when Brian Cranston left the screen, I pretty much lost interest in all the other actors, right? Except for Godzilla. But when Godzilla showed up, Godzilla delivered. And with this one, you got, was it? We got Mothra and Gamar in this one?
0: Yeah, some heavy hitters.
2: Yeah, dude, this, this is going to be it right here. And I think it's a lot more, I think they took the cues from the first one, like, we don't have to be super uh, story heavy. This is Godzilla. We didn't pay to see a cast. We paid to see Godzilla destroy the, the city and and everything else around the city. We we that's all we came for. Um, I have
0: I, awful news for you. What? what? The common complaint that I'm I'm seeing because I I decided I didn't need to go see this movie when they were doing the screening, so I stayed home and did not watch it. <laughs> uh, the common complaint is it focuses too much on the human characters.
2: God, man. It's like man, We
0: don't. No, we haven't learned our Transformers
2: we lesson. don't care. This is why you go see Godzilla. This is why you go see Transformers. It's not because I care about uh, 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 Mark Wahlberg's backstory or, or why he's a stupid inventor on a farm with an amazing hot daughter with no mom involved. I don't care. I don't care. Show me Transformers fighting. I don't care about the people in the Godzilla movies. Their stories are irrelevant. Show me Godzilla fighting other monsters. This is why we come to a Godzilla movie. It's like we haven't learned yet. Like how many examples have we had of that? Oh, the big blockbuster or supposedly big budget blockbuster films, Jeff. Since mm-hmm. let's go back to two thousand five, that have not learned that lesson. The uh, Hulk, Ang Lee's Hulk, right?
3: Hmm.
2: Um. I guess the first Godzilla, um, King Kong. Uh, I'm trying to think of others. Transformers, of course. Like we don't care about the stories of the the we don't establish the characters. We don't care. Don't bother. Don't waste the time. We're here for the monster. We're here for who brings the action and the show. It's Godzilla and Mothra and the more, and, 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 and the fights, the, the destruction. That's what we care about. It's like, when, why can't they get that right?
1: Now, is a problem more so. They would love to, but with CG, they, I mean, they know if they really just focused on the monsters, the Transformers, that budget would be, 300 million dollars and no guarantee that they could ever make it up like godzilla they think all right we we stay in maybe this hundred let's say a budget for 150 million dollars we're okay but if it starts going uh john carpenter 225 it's like whoa 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 we we we're not we're not avengers guaranteed to make that kind of money up we're we're more if we can get a let's say if we can make an overall box office of $300 million with even with overseas, that's a great time for us. But we don't know if we're guaranteed. We don't we don't have – we just – our actuarials don't say we can guarantee to make that money up. I think that's more so with it. I mean, we're all of them banking. So they well, focus me, on the humans to cut the budget down and make the movie longer.
2: Well, look, let me ask you all this. It, it, that being the case, it's being counter. It's being counter mentality when it comes to making a movie like that. Isn't that incredibly stupid? Because I
0: mean, Javon, I mean, like I said, man, I've never, literally never gone to one Transformers movie hoping we got more time for each side of the post-character or yeah. Mark Wahlberg. i literally like, can I see more of the Transformers, you know, the
3: right. title characters in this movie?
0: Right. So, same deal with Godzilla. I don't care if we have a narrator, a human narrator, just going... Godzilla is about to fight Mothra. And then the yep. next hour and a half, he's just fighting Mothra and a bunch of dudes and other monsters. And we see humans running away. That's all I want to see about them. I'm good.
2: Yeah.
0: It's like, I can watch literally any other movie and see humans. So why would you, like, eh, we have this one unique feature, but let's focus more on the common thing.
2: Because that's what you paid for. It's like going to a it's like going to a basketball game to watch a referee call fouls.
0: Right. Or watch a referee.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Like, hey, dude, I'm not here for you. It's not about you at all. Not not even a little bit.
2: That's really disappointing. That's really disappointing.
0: So it's not surprising, though. Right. It's not, he but knew that I
2: was going to I'm gonna tell you why I felt like they were going to deviate from the last film's formula, right? Because the trailer. Well, yeah, <laughs> that. and just why I watched both trailers because in my mind, and I, I felt like we were gonna cover Godzilla, but but this is why I watched both trailers again. I watched the trailer from what was that the fifteen, twenty fifteen, or twenty sixteen
3: Godzilla? Yeah.
2: I watched that trailer and I saw instantly, okay, they're giving us a lot of Brian Cranston, a lot of story about, you know, dad, son, you know, and, and being really vague and facetious about the the, the reveal of Godzilla and what Godzilla's going to do and bring and what kind of movie this is going to be. Is this going to be more of a straightforward, you know, action, destruction, mayhem, chaos movie, Godzilla, you know, versus the humans in the city, et cetera. Or is it going to be focusing a little bit on that and more so on the story? And we got the latter, more so focusing on the story. And and and, and you I, like I can't even tell you. I was so uninterested in that story. I just wanted to get the guys. I can't even tell you what it was about.
0: Exactly. It's like yo, it's the big I, monster running around. I don't she, care about this dude and his wife's personal drama. No, I don't, I don't care. care. Well, I don't care about their son. I don't care about their daddy issues. I just want to see Godzilla wreck shop. Now that that's, movie, I'll give it credit because the last twenty thirty minutes—that's what we got. That's
3: what we got. What we got. It was painful
0: getting to that point.
2: But and that's and Jeff, that's it right there. It took us. That movie's runtime was what hour and forty hour and thirty-five I feel like it was two hours, man. It was. Oh it was god, it, it felt long. like it was two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Now you mean to tell me a two-hour, nearly two-hour Godzilla movie? Three fourths of this movie focuses on the story. See are the problem kidding? with these movies are
0: Ridley Scott did Alien. But right. his whole thing was, I'm not gonna show y'all what the Alien is. I'm gonna keep teasing him. And mm-hmm. we still saw the Alien more in that movie than we see in these big blockbuster films where the whole selling point is that. And Alien was more of a horror thriller than it was in the action movie. So, okay. There's a lot to be gained from that suspense of, hey, what's that? Oh, shoot, that shadow's moving. That shadow has teeth. Watch out! As opposed to, hey, I think there's something underneath the water. It's coming. Oh, it's a skyscraper-tall monster that we're not going to see.
3: What?
1: Just show the
0: skyscraper-tall monster.
1: But, Jeff, you see how, like, it actually worked for a movie like Cloverfield. Like, Cloverfield, we never saw the big monster. We saw little small monsters. But we never saw
0: Because Cloverfield was also done
1: like a horror thriller movie. Again, that's and maybe it's like if you go if you wanna go big budget monster movies, like hey, you just I mean, kinda of how drama stands like you gotta figure out the balance of movies. Like if it's a running time in two hours, maybe cut the script down and make it seven I mean, I know you to really be in movie theaters you gotta be at least let's say 90 minutes because it's very hard to get those. I mean, unless you're like a resident evil when you can get in there with 87 minutes, but most of them are over a 90 minute runtime. It's like, so maybe you just just like, you got to figure out like, okay, how much of the story, if we cut 30 minutes of this talk out of this, put this budget, all these camera shots to Godzilla, Mothra and all these big, I mean, what 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 the people are paying to see? Would that give us a bigger box office? Any? I mean, we'll just streamline our costs. So we it's like, hey, we can say, hey, we're giving the, me, we're giving the people what they want. You want to see Godzilla and Mothra? That's what you got. You I got think it.
0: audiences have come around to the fact that they're not really going to deliver. That's why a movie like Pacific Rim doesn't really make a huge dent in the box office, and Godzilla is like, ah, eh, we've got this plan. We're going to do this monster universe. The shared universe works so well for the Marvel stuff. It'll work for us, too. But can you imagine a Captain America movie that didn't have Captain America in it, and we focused on Peggy Carter
3: or uh,
0: Romanoff for an hour and a half, and then we see Captain America in the last 30 minutes? Well,
3: okay. That'd, I'll
4: be, like, that'd be like the Supergirl series, right?
0: What's up, Gunner? I was going to see you. What's going on?
1: Because running, right? Oh, well, I was gonna say like Pacific Rim really wasn't a box office flop. I mean, it made four hundred million dollars. Made it a budget of one hundred and eighty, but it made four hundred. I mean, it it four hundred eleven million dollars. Like that's double. I mean, if you could do that, I mean, it's, it's but unfortunately, it's I mean the uprising because people saw, hey, this isn't what I mean.
0: That didn't go as well i mean now hold on i know you're going worldwide with that but domestically it made 101 million dollars and its budget was 190. that's not a lot for a movie i mean you'd expect domestic to earn 200 off a movie with that premise robots versus godzilla come on and then people were like you know what I'm not so sure about that last movie, but hey, we're gonna do this again. And Uprising earned
3: fifty-nine point eight million
0: dollars off a hundred fifty million budget. But, they, but I know but, you have uh, going worldwide. It made two ninety. Exactly. People don't want to see this here. So I. But, I, I mean, but. But but. They could move that movie anywhere else, and people would see it. That meant no one
1: here
2: was interested in watching that movie. Nobody gave a damn about that movie. Stateside. Yes. Exactly. No, okay.
1: Nobody. Nobody stateside loves this movie. But if I'm a, an investor in a movie theater, I don't care if the U.S. box office doesn't love something.
0: But you have to with Ooh. those kind of movies. It's like, you can't have, uh, let me see, who is this cast? Scott Eastwood, John Boyega, Charlie Day. I mean, I know they're not going to make like $250 million in their, their salaries, but if you're hiring these cats, you could hire random dude Joe, Gunner, and me. Be in that movie if we're just going to earn fifty nine million dollars. Right.
3: Well, we're, tr- mm-hmm. we're
0: yeah. trying to and
4: put me in the Ultraman suit because it's the same <laughs> daggone freaking story. I mean, seriously, U.S. <laughs> is not interested. Is because we've seen this story a thousand times. Heck, we've seen Godzilla, Godzilla, or what is it, Meta, Mega Godzilla versus Godzilla. Then we've seen G Gundam. Then we've seen every version of G Gundam. Then we've seen. Ultraman, then we've seen every version of Ultraman and it's the Ultron. same thing that I saw from Pacific Well from Uprising. A bunch
2: of robots fighting a Godzilla looking character.
3: Shout okay. out to the well,
2: creator well, okay, of Ultraman. I got I got Godzilla. a question for you. I got a question for y'all. Jeff, I mean, Jason, you brought up an interesting point. You don't if you spend X of Y or Z on a certain film, you don't care what it grosses stateside, you care about the international uh gross, right? Isn't that the basis of the rock's action career
1: Yes. I mean, like that's what I was literally saying. Like, how many Scorpion kings were there? Like, I mean, oh, just like I mean, mean you interesting because you bring the Rock bring my
0: man the rock in this
1: thing. I mean, skyscraper, uh I mean besides Jumbanji and uh, the uh, a- little,
0: that indie franchise called Fast and series? I'm
1: saying t- t- right. that wasn't his
2: oh, real no, man. Alright, Rampage oh,
1: no, man, $801 million dollars. Okay. okay. America loves the rock, though. I don't they know. Did.
2: San, San Andreas, how much?
0: All right, hold on. I'm going to just break down.
1: Just bring the numbers up. is
0: right, What's that like Goofy
1: Monkey movie cool that he did? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: Remember the Goofy the Monkey that was supposed right. to be like King Kong on me, not? So Jumanji oh,
0: brought in 404.5 domestic, Serious 7, 353. Uh, I'm going to just skate past these. Fast and Furious because
1: yeah, fast and furious
0: San Andreas is one fifty five. Get smart was one thirty. Central that's Intelligence one twenty seven. And that was a huh. Kevin Hart movie. No, that made money. It's fifty million. Um Jar Retaliation is one twenty two. That budget was one thirty. But that's just because, you know, they don't
2: really know how to market J. That was good.
0: Um Journey to the Mysterious Island. With seventy nine million, that brought in one hundred three. So Rock goes against your your theory, man. He brings in box office because of he's Keith the Rock, okay. and he can throw out a crappy movie like oh. Skyscraper and still bring in bucks.
1: Okay, so that means you should get the John Boyega. You should get the giant. St- I mean, the up and coming star, or if you can get a giant star, because they will bring money to it. So you, play-
0: you can get no one to play in a G- Godzilla or Pacific Rim movie. 'Cause nobody cares about them. Do you know who, who starred who, in the first specific rim?
1: Who cared about skyscraper? Idris Elba. I mean, like really, who would who would have cared if Rock wasn't a oh, cat skyscraper? Nobody would have gone seeing that movie.
0: Exactly. But he yeah. is a draw, so you're gonna you get people seeing that movie just because of him.
1: Okay. So you're actually you're saying you've you actually proved you should get a star. Because bringing a star into a movie that people might not, not know for a movie, movie
0: where it doesn't matter. Like if I have if I have a big CGI Godzilla, it doesn't matter who's there.
1: Okay, then if that was the case, then all of the Transformers would have been a flop. I
3: mean, would
1: have been. No, 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 no. Just because we didn't like them didn't mean they did not make Paramount a boatload of money. Like no one was going really going to see Shia LaBeouf. They but they were like, oh, we, we care about our Transformers.
4: Yeah, I think we're in a all, not all X's, Y situation. Like, I, I, I Transformers messed, has a big up. fan base. I'm Pacific sure, yeah. Rim is some new crap that just they're recycling an old story and just redoing something different. Transformers is has a fan base already, so they're already going to get people. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's a little different, right? Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't
3: know.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like, so if you wanted to start a franchise of monster or something a unique pro or uh, a tried and true property you would get it to attach to it like if i can if if you had put i mean I, uh idris elba was good but he wasn't definitely gonna bring you a hundred but he's not kevin hart was gonna bring his audience with you no matter what being like even the brian cranston movie they kevin hart proves like hey my audience comes to my movies like So he's like, hey, he's good. So if you could get someone like that attached to your monster movie or something like that, your up-and-coming franchise, hey, I mean, hey, I know I got $70 million coming in no matter what. And now, and whatever, everything, if I can get over that $100 million or domestically, yeah, I'll I look good no matter what. So if you're Pacific, if you're in a good Godzilla movie or something like, hey, get me Get me Brian Cranston, somebody who brings me an audience, and I look like a success no matter
4: what. Think
1: Matthew
2: Broderick in the first Godzilla movie. God the weird God thing first thing you know? In the 21st century one. Yeah. Look. I mean, that was terrible because Matthew Broderick at that point was about 12 years past his popularity. I think at that well, point they yeah. were clutching the straws. They, they could have did themselves a, a favor by going let Ben Stiller, for that matter. Put Ben Stiller in this, this in this They, not they He was on his he was on his way down though. So at that. that
0: point, no, that was ninety no, eight. something about me.
2: Yeah, that was wait. The, that, right that was ninety eight.
4: Yeah, wait, that crappy Godzilla movie was ninety eight. Damn, that's, that's, that's nah, the nah. turn of the century. Oh, oh, yeah. Remember that
0: that Diddy come with me, come with oh. me,
2: and come with me again. That we did not we did not need that. We I, like really did. I love that song. I can't that. <laughs> <Don't> worry, I <laughs> love that song. Oh <laughs> my well, god, we did not need that. Uh, we were planning planning be I... on so we
0: we've been going on this for a minute. Now I want to talk yeah. turn our box oh. off and talk to something else here. Avengers, last time I checked, was about a hundred and eleven million away from passing Avatar. Why do I care so much that Avengers beats Avatar? Fellas, help me out
4: because uh, avatar was a turd cause of the turd movie and the dude freaking james cameron keeps saying oh we're gonna be tired of superhero movies and da-da-da-da. Bama. come compete and shut the f up i want this to beat <laughs> avatar so bad i want i want avengers ant-man to go into avatar's butt and just expand like i want ouch avatar, i want Thanos to not just snap avatar away I want Thanos to beat him down like in the freaking first divinity war, like he did to Hulk. I want I want I want I want Storm Breaker, whatever the hell that stupid axe thing is called. I want that thing to chop Avatar's two sails in half just for even that talking crap. I that's why you should care, Jeff.
2: That's why I care. Okay. Yeah, like I, feel like I, I, I mirror that sentiment and plus
3: yeah, Avatar
2: yeah. was a it was a turd and it was a col- uh, a colonizing horse you know what movie pretty much um I hated everything about that movie um I white I, savior
4: I, film the yeah death, I, I Cowboys and Indians
2: last yeah camera ride you are just you got a a, a bag full of nails you you are hitting everything. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. You it, that's it. That's all it. That's why I hate that movie. And um I, I I couldn't believe during its run it was as popular as it was because we went to see it at one of those midnight screenings and I was like, Are you serious? This is what you dragged me out of <laughs> I'm sorry. This is what you dragged me out of Right. Face. Okay. Jermon, Jermon, right. Did, you, did you go see the like Avatar
1: in three D? Yeah, yeah was, unfortunately. I
4: mean,
3: Remember, like, that
1: was
4: the first, like, new 3D. Yeah, not, like, yeah. 3D from when we were kids. So, of course, I liked that part. But yeah, I'm like, right. the plot was too safe. Like, be, like America safe. You know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm. Like a state
4: for Americans.
3: <laughs> like,
4: right. You know who I'm talking about, too. So,
1: it's just like, oh, all right. Like that. <laughs> it's, yeah.
3: like, that's
1: one of those movies that's like, in the box office, you had to see it because it was an experience. So you had to go see it. In the box office, and because it was 3D prices, even then, it was inflated, so its numbers are just ginormous. Right. But it's also it's like one of those you would not buy that movie to watch at home. It is I, I everybody, I think everybody's quite safe to say, Hey, that's a right. one time in theater viewing movie. Jeff, I agree with Jason. Like, he's
4: with Jason. Like, this is boring yeah. as
1: hell. No, the and, movie,
4: was, to concur with Jason, look at Avengers. Avengers, I yeah. watched that in 3D. I watched that in Plane. I watched that in a theater three times because I remember traveling for work. I was like, I'm watching this now. Then I'm going to watch it in my home theater. Then I'm going to watch it when I move, come back to D.C., Like right? So, and then, I mean, I can still watch it now. Like on Netflix or whatever. On my it's, own freaking format. Dude, like a I got a forty six inch joint in the bedroom, right? Like we watching this joint. I got a twenty something inch in the office. I watch it right there. Like it doesn't matter. Avatar, boring no matter which way I
2: watch it. No matter how we watch it. And I look at movies like this. The 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 movies that really meant something that should have that title. That should have that that like we we're the we're the king mm-hmm. we're the king of blockbusters, right? Mm-hmm. These are movies where when little kids come out with theater they're like, whoosh, I'm, I'm the Hulk, I'm Captain America, I'm Black Panther, I'm Spider-Man, you know, you got the sure. kids amped, right? Because when I was little, when Batman came on, we was running out of the theater, grabbing each other by the collar, talking about, I'm Batman. <laughs> you know what I mean? We yeah, were
3: hyped.
4: quoting
2: every line of that. <laughs> whole. every line. Good. Lord, I, I did it. not see one kid come out of that theater like, uh, okay, that was... I'm, I'm the blue guy. What was his name? What's his name? Right. <laughs> <laughs> is there a
0: quotable line in that movie?
2: It really is. Not, what is uh, it? Uh, something something, something true, conalizing. True, true. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> something, <laughs> something stupid. Oh, I yeah. Just, it was that? Home tree. Was tree. Home tree. Home tree.
3: Oh, tree, tree. I'm <laughs>
1: getting
4: the dialogue confused oh, with. um. The cloud Atlas,
3: cloud Atlas. The,
4: you the know, true, the last, you know, Cloud Atlas, the true, 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 you know
3: what I
0: would actually watch Cloud Atlas again
4: over, uh, I've Avatar. watched Cloud Atlas more times than I've seen Avatar, I saw Avatar in the theater once, it was on TV, and I watched it again, and my dad even was like, this is kind of, I'm like, exactly,
0: so I <laughs> appreciate what the Wachowskis Ooh. were doing, or trying to do with Cloud Atlas much more yeah. than I could with what old Cameron was doing. I mean, he really benefited from the 3D. And I think my whole point with, with wanting to see it beat it is just, that was a gimmick. That was a gimmick um, price tag, and, and that's the result of it being a cool gimmick mm-hmm. and being the forebear go. of the 3D generation of movies. And I feel like the Avengers Endgame kind of marks the high point of the comic book generation. And I would much rather that be the one that everybody's chasing as opposed to Avatar, which is just like
2: jeez. Exactly. And you know also something not to keep hopping on this movie, but I think also James Harper Cameron Way. he's a master of hype. Yep. He's a master of hype. He knows how to sell garbage. I'm sorry, Titanic was garbage. It's okay. I'm
1: okay.
3: I'm mean, I mean, okay. disagree with you because, because- I'm- Jace is
2: going to defend Titanic now. No, cool.
3: Of
1: course. Go ahead, Jason.
3: I'm going to disagree. Tell us why he
1: <laughs> couldn't move over on that. <laughs> okay. I remember being working in my little video store and how many
3: people asked her.
1: What was that little video store you worked at? Oh,
2: Shout
3: first. out to Suncoast
2: Video. Suncoast Video that can show the nudity of Mila Jovovich in the the Sixth Sense and nobody even say anything about it. Oh, my
1: I, I always feel so bad for her on that. And, and she never knew that. But it was just like, right. I never heard anyone complain about why is that lady naked? And it was just like, I, okay, that's just, I, I felt bad for
2: it. That little boy needs to put a shirt on because uh, it's cold.
1: But for, I mean, there were so many, <laughs> as much as we don't, we don't maybe love Titanic. There are people, that is their favorite movie. Like that, that is 100% they would watch that movie to this day
4: all
2: five oh, yeah. movies oh, of course so
4: the me. only time i agree with steve harvey drown these was good lord it's a long hey, movie
2: hey, at the end the of the movie i've ever agreed with steve harvey when, about, when the boat started casting out of gunner and, and people started falling because they were holding on and they were plinking off the railing of the tattoo yeah, i was laughing hey dude i almost got they almost put me out of the theater i was yell yeah, laughing I was, again, oh i
4: had to for mm-hmm. the record. I did see the thing in the theater three times because women. Um, women
3: you know, because when women. it came out. Yeah, 97. Yeah.
4: Dude, I ain't know nothing. I'm like, "Oh, you want to go to a movie with yeah. me?" Sure. <laughs>
1: hey, well, <let's>
4: go <laughs> die.
2: you die. Hey, you want to see Titanic? Okay.
1: Girl, to go with Yes, i will watch the crap. You mean
2: I get to go with you?
1: Right. we get to sit next to each other for this long ass movie for 3 hours next to each other. Can you hold my hand? Yeah, I'm I'm in for this, yeah. I'm All
4: right. So
0: thanks guys. I appreciate y'all making me Shout feel out a lot to the better.
1: soundtrack of uh,
4: Titanic, I'll give you that. Yeah, hey, Dion was like, screw it, I'm retired. Like she, <laughs> she was like, I don't need age. to do anything else. Look at this. Yep. And then she came back and then she's like, Okay, I'm, let me go back out, please. Oh my Go
3: But sorry.
0: So we have this uh assignment from our boy Mike Devine, who listens to our show faithfully. Uh what's up, Mike? Thank you for listening to us. And I promise we we'll get to this last week. Um, so now it's time. Should Dark Lord. Phoenix is coming to theaters June 9th. And this will be a movie I am most excited about seeing in theaters because I want to officially make sure the X-Men are dead. And it's like going <laughs> to the funeral to make sure that the person is actually dead. So I'm going to go and see it. Yes and I'm Lord. very much looking forward to seeing that part.
4: I'm not seeing Mike that, asked us. I already heard they did.
0: Mike already asked us. What would you guys do? Like, who would you put? In a Marvel Studios X-Men movie, you guys get to play casting directors. Who are you putting as your X-Men cast? Which one of y'all wants to be big, bold, bad enough to go first with your casting choices? Oh, everybody at once.
1: I'll, I'll tackle this. Mine's one. easy. Oh, okay. So go ahead. Go for your easy one.
4: It's not the actors. I think the first class actors just in different roles. When I say first class, I mean this trilogy quadruped, whatever this is, this crap. Um, whatever that was, I think the cast of the younger characters were fine. It's the timeline, the incontinuity, it's everything else. It's not the X Men that we know, right? So, I mean, give me I think all in a way there's like a mix, right? So there was like an age difference. If we had a proper X Men movie when the ages were correct, I think everybody was casted pretty well, depending on which way you go. So Beast, keep him as Kelsey Grammer, no one else, and give him great lines so that he sounds like Beast because no one else could probably play him. That's a good cast. Good cast to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the woman playing Storm now, who's <laughs> who's complaining that, please somebody look up her name. Um, who's complaining I like that? Alexandria Ship. Yes. Yeah, she is saying that, look, they they dumbed down the storm. Cause She's saying everything that we've been saying about the Halle Berry storm since whenever that movie came out. When did that movie come out? The 90s too? I don't uh, remember. Anyways, whatever. The, for 20 years, we've been t- talking about this movie and how crappy Halle Berry's been. And she's like, look, they did the same thing to me. Like, I don't like that. I think she's a good cast, just bad writing and bad producing and bad everything else. Um, I actually like... Sophie, whatchamacallit, you know, Sophie Queen of the North from Game of Thrones as Gene. Even in this role, I just think they're gonna screw it up. That's just how it is. Um again, Michael Fassbender, that dude is a perfect um um perfect uh magneto. Um, your bo- I mean, I think I, I think I like both Professor Hexes, So the way they did that with Days of Future Past is perfect. That's why that movie was so wonderful, right? Um, yeah, I wouldn't change a thing as far as the casting, except for one guy, Cyclops. They have yet to find a good Cyclops that is a leader to me, right? That that, that can, that can just play that role and somebody that I can believe Gene is in love with. That short Bama. Who the hell was that dude from the from the first three movies? Exactly. Um, so job. no, who? What? No, no one cares. So and you gotta believe. Yeah, I gotta believe that that woman's gonna be with him and not Hugh Hugh Jackman. Sorry, I gotta believe that one. Um, I have no clue who can play Wolverine because I will miss Hugh Jackman. I'm leaving that as like a, a honorary hole. You know what I mean? That's like a seat. And the bar, like with his name on it, like I'm, I don't, I need to, I think that needs to be left alone for a while, um, because I just can't think of anybody else, um, yeah, like I said, mine's simple. It's just the acting is cool. There's just got to be a mismatch of ages and stuff with the with the characters, but that's cool. That's what I got.
0: All right, Jace, you got your list ready?
1: Yes, got my list. All right. Uh, I'm going to start with probably the most important character in this because you actually need to redeem him. Misty? Uh, Jeff, do you want me to throw something at you? <laughs> okay. So, after like the comics kind of bastardizing him and couldn't figure out what to do and then they had to finally redeem him, now I think you just start with uh, I'm going with Zac Efron is Cyclops. Mm. Um, Interesting. Well done, uh, I, I, That's well not a done. bad call. Well yeah.
4: done. Not a bad call
1: at all. Okay. Uh, another person, I think they, because I love how Marvel does very good on following what they do in movies, and that now becomes what what is going on in the comic. So I'm actually, and funny, you guys brought him up earlier. I'm putting Scott Eastman, Eastwood as Iceman. Um, it's like looks like it could be kind of a a schmuck ladies man go back to the old Iceman.
3: uh
1: next you know uh i I go with uh liam Hemsworth is gambit so you can actually if y'all want to do a spinoff good to go there Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, uh, that would be a good gambit yeah uh, Mm um this this one's kind of a stretch but i, I think I, I still kind of uh, oh no let to go with my non stretch i'm gonna go with uh theo james is angel mm. okay uh my stretch one and this is I, i'm i'm willing to take some heat on this one is dave oh. Franco
4: is beast <laughs> wait i don't know who that
1: is <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> dave. he's james brother
1: yeah it it might be a stretch, but I, I, I like that one was kind of like, yeah, but he, you know he he would have his great personality to the role.
3: He would. So, okay.
1: Uh, my storm is Nefisa Williams.
3: Hmm. Um. Mm.
1: And let's see. Uh, my Jean Grey is uh, what's her name? Gemma Ardington from ha- Hansel and Gretel. Okay. Uh, uh, and then oh, there's another another one. I kind of uh, what's her name? Anna, Sophia, Rob.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, she would be rogue because we don't need to have go with the whole everybody's ten years old crap. Like everybody's like the yeah. or X Men need to be the same age. If you want to make some new right. characters, can't stand like Jubilee or somebody. Make that right. just I mean don't don't do it. The whole recast It's literally like, hey, we're going to make someone new. For this movie, if we need to add in some teenage stuff, uh, and I could not figure out a good Magneto, right? because a if Magneto was in the mother movie, I think Jeffrey would just walk out of the movie as soon as it started. <laughs> but I did come up with uh, like a British actor. I think I think it's British. Let me. I'm not gonna look at it right now. But Camilla Bell is White Queen. Like, Because okay. I'm, I'm thinking like. You've done the hell out of all of the Magneto storylines. Like, so maybe go with something either of uh, Hellfire Club, that's not Dark Phoenix, or go with kind of a uh, White Queen's actually part of the X Men kind of maybe some tension with her and Jean Grey, you know, and maybe that's where you start your another part of the series. So that's what I have. Oh, I i and oh yeah also my my other stupid one this is my this is one I actually think you guys should yell at me for but because because Wolverine is jeff has rightfully said he's kind of got to be a short dude and so I, I decided to go with uh ed wick from gossip Girl is Wolverine like maybe put the dude in some weights and you know. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I didn't. I did mean, Google his his age, but I mean, like most of these guys are like kind of in that range of. Tw- I mean, like everybody's kind of that twenty five to early thirties, so you can run with these guys for ten years, and I think that's what if there's. I mean, you want them to be working on, alongside with the Avengers, so you need to at least keep them in that range. So, like I said, those were, those were my only. I mean, my my two stretches were Dave Franco and Edwick. I think the rest of them weren't too bad. So, uh, those will be my choice of my X-Men.
0: Okay, Javon,
1: how about you?
2: I had the the thing about this list. I think they've gotten casting right in the newest rounds of X-Men films for certain characters. Um, and when I think of X-Men, I think of like this that ten roster that we all know and love, right? So I'm gonna start with my pick for Cyclops. And I would, I, I love the Jace. The you actually took, I had two uh actors, one of them was J., uh Zach Efron, the other one would be Henry Cable. Now that he's not Superman no more, he ain't doing nothing. Why not? He's tall enough, he could be have the same, like the not as bulky Superman build, but even then, he Cyclops was a tall, muscular guy, right? From mm-hmm. of the way we we seen it. Um, yeah, I think like, he would be perfect, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my Jean Grey, I was really on the fence because I would love for. That's mm-hmm. the thing about it. For my 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 Jean Grey, I would love for it to be Juliette Moore, but she's a little long in the tooth now. Mm-hmm. So I, I like I really thought about who Jean Grey could be, and unfortunately, the only person I'll, that came to my mind immediately was like uh, Anne Hathaway or uh, <laughs> um, what's her name. God, what is her name? Uh, huh. Emma Stone. Emma Stone from uh, Easy A. From Easy A. Um, my storm, and I would want to cast a beautiful African woman to play Storm. And three or four came to mind. Uh, if y'all remember, uh, I've seen her in Lord of War with what's his face, Cage. I've seen her in a couple of other things. Uh, but she was the beautiful African woman uh, in uh, Lord of War, uh, The Good Shepherd. I'm trying to think of something else I've seen. Her. Oh, she was on Luther.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, she was in Luther with uh, what's-his-face, Adria's? Yeah. yeah. She... Lydia Cade? I think that's her name. Gotta, oh, be. Oh. Gotta be.
1: There could be somebody. Gloria Burgess, maybe?
2: Uh, Ke- Kebede sounds right because that's African. I'm, oh, yeah, <laughs> generalizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm generalizing. like hell, no, but that sounds just, like a right. or Ethiopian Yeah, that's or it. That's her. That's yeah. her. She's Ethiopian, that is Ethiopian. Definitely her. she's, yeah. her. she's, she's her forty-one. But yeah. she's four,
1: how old? She's forty-one, but I definitely agree with the cast. Storm supposed to be, you know, older
2: too, right? You know, yeah. like, like, little yeah. older. Like, but even still, she doesn't. Uh, she's she's a beautiful Ethiopian, beautiful Ethiopian woman. She ain't gonna look forty-one. She'll mm-hmm. look thirty. At the, at the <laughs> max, right? Oh, um, Do yeah, right. my dream storm? If I had a blind DeLorean with a flux capacitor, it would have been a mod. Yep. I mean that'd be easy. That's the easy one, right? That's yeah, an easy exactly. one. Yeah. If I yeah, if I had my way, it would right out
4: right out of that damn Michael Jackson video and put her right yes, in a right storm indeed.
2: costume. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Right out of Remember the Time, and she would be our storm. <laughs> um. Colossus, they got it right in the new uh the Deadpool movies. I don't know who that guy mm-hmm. is, but he could be Colossus. If I had my way, it would be Conan Era Schwarzenegger, but you know. Um that guy will do fine for now. Um Nightcrawler's a difficult one because I'm like, damn, who could play Nightcrawler? The guy that they have playing Nightcrawler or had playing Nightcrawler in what was that X Men 3 Mm-hmm. Was that Alan Cummings? Two. Yeah. Was that two or three? two. I think that was two. No, screw that. I want the guy that's playing Nightcrawler now, because he actually sounds German. Man, give me Cage. Is Nightcrawler? Why not? Why I
4: wasn't, wasn't even thinking about Nightcrawler. I was thinking about like, more of the core core. Who would you say? Guys. He's core. Nick Cage.
3: <laughs> Nick Cage would, would be short hilarious. Enough. He'd be <laughs>
4: stupid, be hilarious, but he would pull it off somehow. You know I
2: can't stand that, but he would pull that crap off. Dude, I love Nicholas Cage because nobody goes like nobody goes left field. What the hell are you doing, like Nick Cage? Nobody. You watch the first fifteen minutes of face off and tell me if there's anybody uh-huh. else who's gonna pull that off.
3: You no watch one Mandy think. and
2: tell me anybody. Can it <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So whoever's Nightcrawler now, because he's German, right? And that's the key for Nightcrawler. He's he's German. yeah. Um. And he does weird like Nightcrawler's like awkward and you know, he's funny and endearing, and he's always been like the low key glue guy, like everybody likes him. All right, And the I think that who's guy portrays Nightcrawler that.
0: Nightcrawler right now is Cody Smith McDeep, who is
2: okay. not German, but from LA. Wow. He does a good German, he does a good German or whatever. It's Germans. Yeah, to the Germans. Germans. <laughs> so he, he he he's fine. Um I like uh, Gunner, You suggested Scott Eastwood, or was it you, Jace? No, that was Jace. That's perfect. That's perfect. Um, my Gambit, I I was really on the fence because I really would want, I would want Gambit to be a guy where. <sighs> just something about them damn Hemsworths. They look like they were created in a laboratory. Like, create me a perfect <laughs> like, white uh, man. Liam would be perfect for Gambit. I, I don't know, man. I would want you know who I honestly I would want for Gambit, Chris. Uh, Chris Evans. Uh, I, I I just I think he would do it. I think he could do it. Let him spend let him spend five or six months down there in Creole country, just taking that taking that twang, that drawl. I think he could do it. He captain, could do captain, it. All right. But everybody, not Chris him. Evans. Which I'm sorry, not Chris Evans. What's the other guy? The other Chris. Um, Which one? Uh yeah. What is that? What is it? Gardens of the Galaxy. Pratt,
0: Lord? Yeah.
2: Pratt? Pratt, yeah, Starlord, it's Pratt, Lord, sir. Oh yeah. We're we're talking if we could cast. If I had my way, who I would cast, and I would cast him in that role. Um, yeah, I can see that because yeah, he looks okay. like one of those down south. You know, he has that look. You know, he really does. Um, he does. Uh, rogue, you need a pog to play rogue. I'm sorry, you can't have no. <laughs> like, I'm see. I'm a hey, i hey, I'm shooting from the hip, baby. I'm shooting from the hip, baby. You need a pog to play Rogue, and I'm trying to think who that pog is. We need a special one. And Jace Wolverine, dog. That's. I had like five guys as my Wolverine, and none of them sounded right.
3: Yeah. Uh, I can't figure out who. who, who yeah,
2: him either. It, hey, dude, that's like. Come on, man. That's like. With Wolverine right now, like Gunner said, man, that's like. Pop's chair at the barbershop, man. Pass right sitting that <laughs> chair, dude.
3: That's that it, first
2: chair, you can't even go to it. It might be a good idea to keep him like out
1: of the X Men movies for a while.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh if keep anything trying to find a Hulk. That'd right, be funny, right. If anything, if anything, and I know this is it Tom Hardy's got his obligation to the terrible uh Venom series, which is gonna be um, Tom might be a little too tall, even though he's not very tall. He's a, he's still like five. He's under six foot. Um, I would like Tom Hardy. I would like Lee Shriver, but he's too tall and he's too old. hmm. Yeah, he's already fifty. Um, I, re- I really tried that. I, I had like five guys. I'm like, none of them would work as Wolverine. So I'm just going to leave Wolverine at Danny DeVito for S&G's.
3: <laughs>
2: Danny DeVito <laughs> for DeVito, like
4: 50,000
2: years old. Good he Lord. is. We, we know that's not going to happen, but we can't cast anybody. Hugh Jackman, it, it's, it's, sad. It's, it's great and sad when that happens, when somebody embodies a role the way he did, because I cannot see anyone playing Wolverine. I could see anybody stepping in the shoes of Batman, Spider-Man, I could see anyone stepping in those roles but between Robert Downey Jr mm-hmm. and Hugh Jackman you can't do another Iron Man until I'm dead damn it you can't do another <laughs> Wolverine until I'm dead because those are those that's who they are sorry Tony Stark is is Robert Downey Jr Logan is is Hugh Jackman you can't who are you going to put in that role for us to say this is terrible I want my money back, right? The last character, um, superhero
4: character like that was Christopher Reeve's Superman. Christopher
2: Reed, Superman, when he still ain't got that we right, we still ain't got it right. <laughs> we still can't. ain't got that right. So yeah, dude, it's it's tough. These are icons now. They're icons now. Um, my bad guy, I'm casting Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Mister Sinister. <laughs>
3: that's a
2: good one. wow.
3: <laughs> yes, that's a good one. Not
2: utilized before, yes. Good mm-hmm. Fully, man.
0: Is that your whole list, yeah, man?
2: That's my list.
0: All right. So, like Jake's, I had to focus on my boy first. And I'm going to go with the guy because I feel like he's kind of divisive as a character. So I wanted somebody who could be kind of prickly as a leader, but heroic at the same time. So my choice is Glenn Pyle. He's the guy who's in Scream Queens. Um let me see what else he's done so you guys can get more well, accusing hidden figures. He's this he has this real straight lace kind of kind of deal to him. Um he was in the last expendables. He was the guy mm-hmm. who space yeah. jumping. But that's who he is. He's a guy who could be that kind of prick to uh, get on Wolverine's nerves but lead the troops when it came down to it. He's the guy who is No, this is what Professor X said, this is what we're trained to do, this is what we're doing. I don't care what you want to say, half might and yeah, so he's my my choice of Cyclops.
4: Yeah, he's believable to pull you know pull a Jean Grey. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. And he's tall, which is something that right.
4: I need for my Cyclops to kind of you right. Know, you know,
1: you know, look at his look right. at him like some of his suited pictures. It's like yeah, I can see that. Yeah,
0: just throw a little visor on and the bam, and some mm-hmm. ruby quartz glasses, bam, I got my Cyclops. For Phoenix, I'm kind of torn. Maybe you guys can help me uh, split the difference here. So I'm going with Phoenix uh, with this version. So I'm trying to choose between Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, who is, you know, an actual red and, you know, has Ooh. a good personality. And, and doesn't have she doesn't have that model look, but she has that look where a Wolverine and Cyclops would be fighting over. And she does action roles because of the Jurassic World
1: series. So she can pull that off. Yeah, so like the model, the guy who looks like, oh, he's a model, would want, like, hey, she's really cool. But then the other guy is like, uh, get this model guy out of here. I'm drinking my right. shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: And she can pull out that whole thoughtful vibe that Jean gives, too. And going she- crazy as she's dealing with the Phoenix Force. But my other choice is Sayoris Ronan, who is a great actress. She hasn't done a lot of these kind of movies before. But I'm curious to see how she works in that kind of universe. Where's she from? Uh Lady Bird. She's mm. in Brooklyn. Oh
1: you guys...
0: she was in Hannah. That helped I out.
1: Lady Bird. Yeah. I didn't
0: see that. So that's her. That's oh. my other choice. Sounds like Galina Moore source Bryce Dallas.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. For
0: Storm, I'm going black woman. And I, I need like black, I don't need it to be like oh she's no. So I'm gonna go with right. Naomi Harris. Word. Yeah, from uh, the last James Bond films.
4: Yeah. And uh. Blue yeah, Night. blue light and all that. Yeah.
0: Right.
4: Eh. A yeah. little uh, old man. A lot. Like, I don't mind looking.
0: Thorne being older because I need her to be. Yeah, busy. but old looking. <laughs> Colossus, I'm going to just go with the exact same dude in the setup with the voice acting and then the SGI or CGI that they did with Deadpool. So, yeah, we're just going to keep them. <laughs> I'm going super controversial with my rogue choice because I want to inflame trolls. I'm I'm casting Megan Good to be my rogue.
2: Okay. Hmm. Okay. And Jeff, BTW, I would like to put... Bryce Dallas is my role candidate.
1: I was, I was as soon as he said, it, I'm like, that was his. I'm like, Ron's like, damn, yeah, I didn't
2: think of that. Yeah, I didn't even think of Bryce Dallas until I saw a picture of her standing up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so that's that's so why, why do you, why would you why do you want to go with you can't just say why would you go with Megan Good? As because role? I don't want
0: Rogue to be my old. I don't want her to be a young kid. And Megan Good still looks youthful without being super young. Like, I didn't like that whole Rogues 12 like they had in the earlier X Men films. But right. I want her to be the younger member of the team. And she looks young ish without being, you know, like a teeny bopper. And she's kind of small in stature. So she could pull out that whole, oh, shoot, she's small, but she's going to kick tail. Um, and then for Gambit. I would totally go with your Liam Hemsworth now, Jace, but the one that I put down was Alden Ehrenreich, the guy who I did not like at all in Beautiful Creatures, but I thought he did solo really well. and I think he could play mm-hmm. out that kind of scoundrel, um, smuggler thief that we've got with Gambit. So he's my choice, but after hearing yours, Jace, I'm going to go with Liam Hemsworth. So for Wolverine, I need somebody short, and I'm going to go with Scott Kahn because he's short. And he can play that rugged, rough and tumble dude. We'll just grow his hair out. He's already got hairy arms. He can he can pull off a Canadian accent if I need to. So he's my Wolverine, and I gotta have him in an X Men movie. There's just no way around it. It's not an X Men movie
1: without Wolverine. Oh yeah, with the facial hair, yeah. He's yeah. five five.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's short. Glenn Powell can look down on him, and he can throw up his claws and just leave the middle one out. Of him. Yeah. Uh. So oh. And then I uh, had a couple more X-Men before I go to my bad guys. I'm going to go with Diego Bonetta as Angel because I mm-hmm. need a pretty boy to be Angel because I'm going to screw him up in my X-Men trilogy. So I need to start him off <laughs> as a pretty boy. And right. I need diversity in my X-Men universe. So it's making good for Rogue. And this, there's no reason that Angel can't be a Latino guy. So there you right, go. Because
4: he's going to be like um, blue and purple. Blue and pink right like i mean exactly. by the time you hit i'm going to be blonde and so.
0: blue eyes by the time i'm done with them right um, <laughs> exactly. and also in that same vein i'm going to go with psylocke but i don't need to change up because this was one of their absolute best casting they ever did with a living right Lund, and i'm just going to have her be silent lines and yeah. or
4: actually no lines right, right. Like, so
0: yeah she's uh, she's back and javon you and i were right dead on with the bad guy man it's time for mr sinister and Mr. Sinister is going to run havoc through my squad of X-Men. And and I love your choice of Jeffrey Dean Morgan, but I wanted somebody to be a little bit more sinister, <laughs> pun intended, and not have that cool, playful edge like Jeffrey Dean Morgan can. I don't want right. him to be charismatic. So right. I went with Viggo Mortensen because he can have that creepy smile, and he has a little bit more heft to him. Because Jeffrey Dean Morgan starting to lose a little weight now.
2: He is. But you know who else, too, Jeff, I just thought of? Well, as I ran down to so thought Jeff Dean Morgan, of course, I said, you know who else would be great for that role? Who has that kind of Sinister has that blocky head blocky face and all that. Mm-hmm. Like who's the guy from um he's been in a lot of stuff, but most recently I remember him from The Shape of Water. The the bad gum chewing guy in there. Oh, uh
4: played you know, uh, Michael Shannon. Michael, Michael Shannon, Shannon oh.
2: that's his name. Yeah.
1: Come on. Uh, you could do that too. Uh, no, which one I, I, for Mister Sinister? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go with Vigo because I've I've yet to see some Michael Shannon something like. I oh, like. Oh
3: wow! What? You didn't
1: like him there? I, like I did Dennis not like Zai. his yelling. But General Zai. Okay,
2: right, I um, can understand it. I but this like would be him. more subdued. Uh, I and I think Boardwalk with he Empire. he can be a menacing guy, and he's already tall. Like I want Sinister to be tall, over six yeah. one. True. He's like True. six three or so. Yeah.
0: All right. So then I'm going to continue down this path that I started, and I decided to start casting a few of the Marauders, and so I've got to go with their leader, Scalp Hunter, and I'm going to go with this slightly controversial choice, but I'm going to justify it. I'm going with Sean Pertwee, who played Alfred in Gotham. Scalp Hunter is a dude that just runs around and has like a walking arsenal, and he uses every one of those little. Um, attachments to kill beauties. And we've got an accent, which Scout Hunter in my mind did, and he doesn't have to have long hair. He just have all these metallic metal pieces that he uses to kill beauties. So that's my choice for that. For Malice, the psycho leader of the group who, who inhabits other people's bodies to use them as their own, uh, I'm going to go with my girl Rose Byrne, who I love in pretty much everything. And she can go nuts and crazy with the best of them, so I'm gonna go with her. And I'm still working on the rest of my squad, but I am Green Sabretooth in as part of the Marauders, not just following along with Magneto. And I'm gonna. I, there is no other choice for me on this one. I'm going Ryan Hurst, who plays Beta on The Walking Dead, because yeah. that dude looks like he would kill a Wolverine. So
2: yeah, yeah, he, he's intimidated.
0: Yeah, exactly. So and he's tall. And again, and I, you know, I, love, uh, I know how everybody loves Hugh Jackman, but I've always, as just like a crazy X-Men fan, I could never fully get into him as Wolverine because he's too tall. In Wolverine, one of his like defining traits is that he's short and he's not the tallest, the biggest, the most muscular dude around. He's just a scrappy dude. He's like, I don't care how big you are. I'm going to fight you and claw you down to my size. And then I'm going to kill you. And Hugh Jackman, I'm like, yeah, this dude beat beat this guy. Yeah, that guy too. Yep, him, her. I mean, it's just that whole thing never really worked in that visual sense for me. So with the shorter Wolverine, now I can have a menacing saber to actually look like, oh, shoot, he could kill him. And everybody's going to look down on my Wolverine. So that's my choices. So, Mike, I hope you liked our casting choices. And... I want to hear your thoughts on it. So, yeah, let us know how we did and which one you thought cast the X-Men for Marvel Studios, Marvel Cinematic Universe, the absolute best.
3: Hey,
1: did you actually come up with a Wolverine or you just said a short guy? I said Scott Kahn Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, but uh, yeah, your, your Ryan Hurst one was dead on. It's <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Oh, man, the second I saw him, I was like, yeah, Marvel needs to hit him up right away to play. Uh, to play Saber Tooth, because there it is right there. Uh, Let's see. So then, you know, I'm always checking out Twitter to just get some ideas for topics. And there's a quick one floating around today. You can go in as much detail as you like, but uh, the the tweet was simply, what are the five movies you've watched the most? And I've got my choices, but I want to hear from you guys first. So, Jace, let's start this bad boy off with you.
1: Oh, uh, I would definitely say Superman 2. I'm going to say Attack of the Clones. Probably Batman, the original with Michael Keaton. Uh, Empire Strikes Back and the last one I'm trying to think. Yeah, I can't think of the last one, but I. Yeah, because I say I would say Revenge of the Sith, but I'm like I only watch that like when I'm about to take a test or something. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I need I need to be nice and empty and hollow after that, man. That that's something like yeah, there's hope again. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think those are my those are my definite four, and I, and, I, and I and I and I hate to intrude on somebody else's time, but I may come back with a fifth one. Okay. Uh, Governor, how about you?
4: This was tough because it's like, I can't, usually when I watch one, I got to watch the sequel. So Godfather, one and two. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that that counts as one to me. Superman, one and two. That counts as one to me. <laughs> Ghostbusters, the first one. I've seen that a trillion times. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, Boomerang. Mm-hmm. I can't count how many times I've seen Boomerang. I used to own it. I still own it. <laughs> That's it. If we go right. if I'm only relegated to five, there you go. Okay. Uh honorable mention Return of the Jedi, obviously. <laughs> All
0: right, Javon, how about you? Coming
4: to America. Uh coming to America.
2: <clears throat> I know that movie Back well, and forth. <laughs> oh my god. The Black Awareness Right. That's where I'm going with shit. Um, we can we can rattle off scenes from that movie all day long, it never gets old to me. Um another Eddie, um this has gotta be 1A, Trading Places. I've seen Trading Places an alarming amount of times. Um A Christmas Story. I've watched that movie multiple times a year, every a Christmas season every Christmas since I was ten years old. Um God, so that's Casino. I've seen Casino an alarming number of times. For <laughs> <laughs> the Sam Rothstein dancers. <singing> oh, <laughs>
3: casino. What were we just talking about? Casino.
2: We were. Hey, dude, I love... it's Positive. Charlie we, M? Charlie M? You made me pop your eye out of your skull. Charlie M? Charlie M. Charlie M. <laughs> Dude, I've seen that movie an alarming number of times. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh yeah. Lord, there's a cage. <laughs> oh, dude, I love is that Isn't that movie. a cage movie? No, yeah. Fear, Fear and Loathing is, is Johnny I, Depp I, as Hunter Johnny S. Thompson. Johnny Depp, one
4: of the, yeah. I, one of the other weird guys.
2: Yeah, I as yeah, as Hunter S. Thompson doing his Gonzo phase. Oh um, my God, dude, him and Benicio del Toro. Uh, out of this world, funny in that movie, Jason, oh my God, I was going to say yeah
1: <laughs> we, we we definitely watched that movie in an alarming amount of times.
2: <laughs> when the white rabbit peeks his head out, I want you to throw that radio in his bathtub, Jason. you know what I mean. <laughs> that movie was so a hey, dude it's it, it's hilarious. We seen that movie an alarming amount of time.
1: Do you think about like the cameos in that movie?
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, oh yeah.
1: like, I mean, you just, I mean, you know, you're starting off like, hey, we can't stop here. This is bad country. <laughs>
2: this is bad country. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're in for some like what? It's like, what is going on? This that movie was such a mind rape. There's no way to get it. it it's beautiful. It's 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 really beautiful. Get wasted and watch that movie. Get trashed and watch that movie. Um. God, Gunner, you, you Boomerang is another one. I've, I've watched the Eddie movies an a long amount of times. Uh, God, there's so many, Jeff, but I, if i got to say a last one, Scarface, because I've seen that way too many times. Oh, wow, yeah. Way too many times. I don't know why that didn't make my list real quick. Jeez, I'm this. sorry, one more, Jeff, please, one more. The Warriors. I love The Warriors. Whenever it gets dark, if there's nothing else on, like when it's like eleven o'clock at night and there's nothing on TV, I'm cutting on the Warriors. I'm sorry, Terminator Two, Terminator Two. Alright,
3: done. Terrible one. Batman
2: <laughs> under <laughs> the red hood. I mean,
1: come on, man. I'm, I'm seeing that times. Yeah. Now.
3: And it all right, just Jason, came out. Alright, James. What was
1: your fifth one? Like, my, my my fifth one was actually uh, what is it? The Mummy Returns. I actually like watching movies that I don't have to watch. But when I jump into them, there's like usually the action scenes, and like that one's like easy one for me. It's like, oh, you know, oh, there's a story, Mummy's coming around. Oh, you know, there, there's somebody shooting, there's swords and shit. I mean, what it's the like... fuck? Are you serious?
3: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Jason always
4: got to throw out the All Star Superman pick of the whole
1: thing. I never said my taste is the safest. I mean, I'm always like.
4: There's a, yeah,
3: we did we don't hear Scarface.
4: Me say some we did Scarface. We did say Scarface. That's not the greatest active movie in the
3: world.
4: Hmm? We did say Scarface. Right. You're correct. So, yeah, Scarface that's not the terrible. greatest active movie in the world. But I don't. I really Scar- can't count how many times I've seen that movie too. Yeah,
2: and, and, and Scarface is terrible when you go back and watch it as an adult with like. Your, your sensibilities about you. It's terrible. I don't know, man. I, you know, when I watch that movie I now, I'm back.
0: just amazed at Al Pacino's performance. And then, um, like, the rest of the <laughs> cast, it's just.
4: The rest of the cast. I, I maybe just...
0: from a script perspective, it's like, eh. But, man, that, that cast got all into that movie.
2: Yep. And that, that they make the movie for me. They, the, the only no, people no, who made that movie, Scarface, I'm, Al Pacino, after a while, takes me out of the movie of how much of a dummy Tony was of how much of a blatant dummy Tony was. That's, that's and the actor He until he got
4: money. Yeah, he was good up, he until, was he good up until he got money. good up
2: until he got money. money. And lots of cocaine. Lots, lots, lots of, of cocaine. Lots mountains. of mountains. Which is a problem for most yeah. people. Dude, my man is always gonna be uh, Sosa. Yeah. I'll, I... I told you a long time, ago, time you ago, you fucking f- little, little monkey. monkey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I
1: mean, he's the, like Jeff saying, like, Remember, there's a part where you're like, Al Pacino was a Cuban dude. Come on, man. This is ridiculous. It is. And, and you just buy it. It's like, yes. Like, yeah, that's. That yeah, yeah. Otomo oh, like, he, 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 that like, he, he gets that
2: pass. Like,
3: he gets that pass. He's so chismo. good. I'm going to tell
2: you one even better. I do one even better. Carli- Carlito. Oh, and it was not one that other Puerto Rican. It was a terrible movie. It was. It was. But the thing about it is Sean even.
3: Can kiss okay. Me okay. Let me just- oh, all right, hold up, hold up. We
0: y'all to get all that far here. I'm going to go. Sorry. Carlito
3: way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going
0: to work backwards because that movie would have my number five is pretty ridiculous, and I'm going to tell you why it's ridiculous, because it just came out last year, and it should not be anywhere near this list.
3: to I'm Infinity War.
0: pretty sure <laughs> it's Infinity War, and I've watched that movie an <laughs> absurd amount of times for a movie that came out last year. And, Real? yeah, I have a friend, like one, one of my
3: closest friends,
0: she'll watch a movie that she likes. And if she really, really, really likes it, she'll watch the movie again. I haven't gone that far with Infinity War, but if I did, it would probably be that movie. Because it's just, like, the ride it takes you on is just amazing. It's like, oh, shoot, it's all fun and games, but we still got some fallout from Civil War, and then we get all these great fight scenes, and then it's like, oh, shoot, it really went bad. And, I don't know, man, it just, the ride it takes you on is one of the best, and when mm-hmm. we do this again next year, I can guarantee you I'm going to say Avengers Endgame. So yes, stay tuned. wife wow. will
1: attest that that list, that movie is on the list.
0: Yes, yeah, you absolutely will. So my number four is The Dark Knight, and I love everything about that movie. It's just so well acted. It sets up this tragic arc, and they do justice to the Batman Joker um, arc rivalry, whatever you want to call it, in such a way that's just perfect for both of those characters. And bonus, they don't kill Joker in this one. Um, and Heath Ledger, Aaron Eckhart, Christian Bale, and then they just do stuff that you don't expect, like like the whole thing with um, jeez, with I, I'm trying not to say Maggie Gyllenhaal, but I know that's not in the actual movie. But yeah, but the fact that they do her the way they do, it's like, oh shoot. That never happens in the middle chapter of the series. So that was great. Um Michael Caine, Morgan Freeman, just the whole thing. It's just and Christopher Nolan was that was that was a movie of all of the films that I've seen and all the movies since I've been reviewing movies is the one biggest rip off omission slight in Oscars. Because mm-hmm. that movie should have been everything they wanted, everything they, those stuffy voters demand out of these movies. It was that. It was, and it was more realistic than Lord of the Rings. So anyhow,
3: mm-hmm.
0: so that's that's my number four. Number three is Revenge of the Sith because that movie just sets me up on this journey. I, I love going on those rides where a movie takes you on a roller coaster. And it's not just, oh, yeah, it's cool, but, but it, you go through all these different motions. So this one starts off in the middle of the Clone Wars, uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan have won, they killed Dooku, and then, oh, shoot, it's not over yet. And then Palpatine starts working his thing, and we see the payoff to what started in Phantom Menace, continued and attacked the clones with all his working and his machinations, setting everybody up so he could be in charge of the galaxy forever. and. I love that, Um, and I hate the fact that they're even teasing that Palpatine is going to come back because these movies set up his fall in Return of the Jedi, and that's one of the best arcs of a character I've seen in movies because he does all this stuff, and he really works hard to earn that death scene and bringing it back to try to save the sequel trilogy would suck.
4: Anyhow. That's fan fiction. It did not happen. It doesn't happen.
0: It doesn't matter in my world. Man,
4: these, these last three ones are fanfiction, man. Uh, this is Reddit. Somebody somebody wrote this script on Reddit, and they just pulled it, and it, this is what's happening. <laughs> so,
0: anyway. So, anyhow. So, I don't care about that. Those, But uh, Revenge of has some awesome battles. We've got that whole conflict with, with Anakin. Like, nope. I'm not going to lose you. Like, I lost my mother. And I don't care what I've got to do, even if it's a turn on the Jedi. Like, it's this whole tragic arc, because the Jedi just need to listen to Anakin. And if they would everything would be so much better but because they're too prideful they screw themselves and then then have to go on the run and i love that that doesn't pay off until generations later so yeah and all those lightsaber battles just epic you were the chosen one i mean i always get choked up when he goes you are my brother anakin i mean that is one of the few movies that'll still give me that that oh, whenever i see it so love that part and then it immediately makes me want to go watch my number two film, Star Wars, the payoff to everything that was set up with uh, Revenge of the Sith. We see that new hope actually coming around and starting his journey to becoming the downfall of the Emperor and Darth Vader. And that leads me to my number one film, which maybe is a huge surprise to
1: you. Whoa, 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 wait, wait I'm for sure it. it's a major surprise. I'm, I think we need to brace ourselves for what number two, number one is.
0: Okay, it's *Empire Strikes Back*. It is. I will. I've watched that movie. No exaggeration, lie. Probably two hundred times. Every birthday I watch that, and I watch that more. Uh, over the course of the year, love that movie. I don't need any special enhancements. Bring me right. my shuttle. Um, but it's it's to me the perfect movie. Back when I was a little kid, it's the perfect movie to me now. Um, I just I, I love the originality of a film that's not afraid to have the bad guys coming after the heroes the whole time and then actually winning like that is just mind blowing. Like, what they're supposed to get away. And, and it, it's still like, jeez, man, that was a really ballsy move. And one of the main characters gets sealed up in this chest or, um, frozen gas. And he gets taken off because he didn't pay his debt. I mean, it's like a statement on a uh, credit card debt. Um, Then we got this whole thing where Luke confronts this dude who killed his father, loses his hand, and because he ran off without completing his training, he learned something he should have learned before he left. It's just, and that's my favorite lightsaber fight. I know the Revenge of the Sith fights are better, but I just love Mm -hmm. the clash of the red and blue in that cloud city, and especially in that first fight, where it's just all the clouds and the orange lighting in the background. I was about to say, that lighting... That
4: I
1: mean, is no so perfect. Mm-hmm. i perfect. a poster.
0: Yeah, it's just done so well. And then the whole revelation is like,
3: what?
0: And then the, the whole fight scene where we got these super at-at walkers and then the rebel troops can't do anything. Every snow, I'm like, shoot, where are the walkers? But Yeah, so everything about Empire Strikes Back is absolutely the best. And that's why I've seen that movie a gazillion times. And we'll continue to watch it a gazillion times. So that was fun. Um, Let's be on the lookout next week for some more Twitter stuff that we can use. Let's see if you guys have any nominees for Dummies of the Week. There's a shiny nickel in it if you can find (laughs) something in Hollywood.
2: In in Hollywood? Hollywood
0: pop
1: culture.
2: Um, Wow. Um... I got it's Hollywood related and it's got to do it's in La based it's a Los Angeles based dummy, Um, and it's got your beautiful Lakers attached to it, Jeffrey Lyle. As well, it should. Uh, Rob Palinka and his fabricated story about coordinating a dinner meeting between Heath Ledger and uh, Kobe Bryant, his former client. Oh, please explain for everybody who hadn't heard this one. Well, Rob Palenka was given like one of these uh masters talks for I forget which team it was. It was a football team if I'm not mistaken. Where they have people who've accomplished extraordinary things in their lives come and talk to a group of giant uh giant athletes to say, Hey, you know, go for your dreams and you know, to be amazing you gotta do amazing things, blah 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 blah. It's a TED talk for athletes or whatever. So he comes in there and he's he's fabricating this 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 yarn about uh Kobe being fascinated about uh fascinated with Heath Ledger rather for after his perform or after seeing his performance in The Dark Knight. And Kobe's like I want to he says allegedly Kobe was like I want to set up a dinner meet or a meeting with this guy so I can you know pick his brain about what it took for him to get into that kind of role to play this character to to take himself somewhere else because for what it's worth Kobe's a basketball insane person and for whatever he thought would help him be a better basketball player why not tap into the psyche of an actor who literally drove himself insane behind the character that he played in the movie um the problem with that is that never happened because the time frame in which rob palenka alleges that happened he's alleged already been dead by a couple of months yeah yeah so yeah rob palenka the next time you're invited to a genius talk, a Ted talk, a Fred talk, or whatever. Don't fabricate a story that involves a dead person, (laughs) especially if this story involves them being involved in an activity during a time frame in which they were already dead. I'm pretty sure you have an amazing set of stories, or, or, or at least... A set of stories that the average person would find amazing. Whatever, I'm pretty sure you've lived a life. You could pull from that. I'm pretty sure you could extract 20 stories from your life that actually happened that but could Siobhan, be inspired.
0: Isn't it even more inspiring than he was able to get Kobe a meeting with Heath Ledger after he died?
2: You know, that's an agent. Damn it, that's an agent. My goal would be proud. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Maguire would shit himself. He's dead. Who cares? Give me the meeting. Give me the meeting. We're going for it. Give me his number. I need his number now. He's in the ground. <laughs> Get him on the phone. Get his people on the phone. I don't care where he is. Get him on the phone. Yeah, um, Rob Palenka. Yeah, where this, where, where this L with pride, brother?
0: Alright, fellas. Well, that's gonna do it for us this week. Thank y'all as always for rolling with me thank y'all out there for listening everybody else wants to contribute podcast discussions drop us a line on email or on twitter facebook etc whatever way you want to reach out to us we want to take it so with that said thank y'all again this episode of loud's movie files has been filed